Matt sat on the mountain ridge alongside his best friend Marcus. They breathed in the thin altitude and long bursts as they tried to get their breath back. This would have been a great day for a long ruck through the mountains. The weather was great, but they weren't there for a hike. They shared a look between them. Dude, you're bleeding. Marcus pointed to the side of his head as he worriedly looked at Matt. Matt lifted his hand to his head and it came back, covered in bright red blood. The crack of gunfire could be heard in the distance. This was what was called the lull of battle. Here, drink this. Marcus offered Matt some of his water. Matt eagerly sucked down the life-giving liquid and wiped away some sweat that was pouring from his brow. His chest ached, but not from the exertion of the day. This was a different kind of pain, sharp, but somehow dull at the same time. He looked down and saw a dark stain. Here, he handed the water back to Marcus. Let me look at that. Marcus scooted over to examine Matt's chest wound. Marcus was the team's medic. It was part of his job to look after the well-being of the men. The rest of the team, Murph and Dietz, were somewhere else. They had all been separated several minutes before. Axe, this looks bad, Marcus began. Then he jerked his head back over his shoulder as they both heard the unmistakable hiss of a rocket-propelled grenade. This podcast is about heroes in the military and law enforcement. Some gave their service for America and served in the armed forces. Some have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom, and others protected the local community and died in the line of duty. Our lives would be a whole lot different if it weren't for the hard work and sacrifice of these brave men and women. They could have gone on to live lives that were less dangerous. However, they dedicated themselves to your protection. If you ever have the pleasure of talking to one of them, they'll tell you, I'm not a hero, but I have the honor of walking beside a few. Others will say, the real heroes are those who didn't make it back home. This episode is dedicated to U.S. Navy SEAL Matthew Axelson, Afghanistan War. Matt Axelson was a U.S. Navy sonar technician second class. U.S. Navy SEALs, SEAL Delivery Vehicle Team 1. Matt Axelson was born on June 25, 1976, in Cupertino, California, to parents Donna and Cordell Axelson. He graduated from Monte Vista High School in 1994 and attended California State University in Chico where he earned a degree in political science. Axelson enlisted in the United States Navy on December 2000, entering basic training at Naval Station Great Lakes. After completing Sonar Technician Surface A school, he was selected to attend Basic Underwater Demolition SEAL Training, or BUDS, and graduated with Class 237 at Coronado, California. After BUDS, Axelson attended Army Airborne Jump School SEAL Qualification Training, and SEAL Delivery Vehicle School. He reported to SEAL Delivery Vehicle Team 1 on December 2002 in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. On December 27, 2003, Matt married his sweetheart, Cindy Oji, in Sacramento, California. He was then deployed to Afghanistan in April 2005. On June 28, 2005, SEAL Team 10 was assigned to capture or kill Ahmad Shah, a high-ranking Taliban leader in the Hindu Kush mountains of Afghanistan. The small four-man SEAL team was composed of Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy, HM First Class Marcus Luttrell, GM Second Class Danny Dietz, and Axelson. 
After their position was given away by local goat herders, who were supportive of the Taliban, the SEALs were engaged in an intense firefight with Shah and his men. At certain times in the engagement, the SEALs were forced to jump off cliffs, some as high as 30 feet, in order to escape their enemy, who numbered in the area of about 200 men. During the firefight that lasted several hours, Axelson was shot in the chest and head, but continued to fight alongside his best friend Marcus until the blast from an RPG separated them. Along with damage sustained from the blast and many gunshot wounds, Axelson succumbed to his injuries and died on that steep mountainside. Several weeks later, when U.S. Navy personnel arrived to retrieve Axelson for burial, they found that he was a few hundred yards away from the RPG blast location that separated him from Luttrell. Matt Axelson was reported by Luttrell to have at least three gun magazines remaining when the blast took place. However, when his body was found, he had only one magazine left, which indicated that Axelson had continued to fight even after the blast and his mortal injuries. Along with Axelson, Michael Murphy and Danny Dietz also died during the firefight on that mountain, which would come to be known as Murphy's Ridge. The only survivor, Marcus Luttrell, narrowly escaped and spent the next few weeks avoiding Taliban forces and found refuge in a nearby Pashtun village, where he was protected and eventually located by U.S. Special Forces. For their heroism in combat, Matt Axelson and Danny Dietz were posthumously awarded the Navy Cross, the U.S. Navy's second highest award for valorous actions in battle. Murphy was awarded the Medal of Honor. Marcus Luttrell, the single survivor of the operation, was also awarded the Navy Cross. Luttrell's book, Lone Survivor, and a subsequent movie by the same name, were later released that depict the courageous actions of the four SEALs on that day. During Axelson's funeral, Gunner's mate first class Dave Albritton emotionally remembered Axelson as a quiet man who led by example, loved to play golf, and showed quickly at SEAL training that he was a cut above. No matter how hard I worked at something, he was better, Albritton said, adding that Axelson was a person who could handle adversity with a typical coolness. Very rarely would you see him upset. Luttrell described Matt as a very intelligent, pragmatic thinker who was not afraid to do what was necessary under pressure. Matt's love for his family was demonstrated in his final words to Marcus before they were separated. Tell Cindy I love her. Also, his love for his brothers-in-arms was demonstrated in the words he wrote on the back of a picture after Bud's graduation. It read, But within the willingness to die for family and home, something inside us longs for someone to die beside, someone to lockstep with, another man with a heart like our own. His love for life was demonstrated in the way he lived every day, strong, true, and with a full heart. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Remember My Name podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, please contact me at RememberMyNamePodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at RememberMyNamePodcast and Twitter at RMNPodcast. So take a moment and remember this name, Matthew Axelson. 